Welcome to Making Sense Out of Crazy, y'all. This is uh, Celie Callahan. I'm here from New York, and this is my fabulous new, via fabulous special effects, Steve Gorillo green screen. I wish that piano was real, and I wish that fireplace was going. But, you know, Jennifer and I are going to snuggle up on the couch later after the show. <laughs> and this is my lovely co-host over here. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Oh, got to go this way. Miss Jennifer Flowers. And she's hailing to us from where? Well, I've you know I have houses in various places. Okay, so, yeah. So yeah, we're I gonna guess. we're gonna keep that anonymity of yeah. you know. <laughs> okay, gotcha, girl. Gotcha. Yeah. I uh, wore my contacts today. What, what, for is, you, it, what is important is that I. What is important is that I'm here with you. <laughs> yeah, that's all that matters. And so I want to bring up before I forget that anyone that wants to contact me. I'd love for the folks out there to send us ideas for topics that they'd like to hear and in the future discuss. At jenniferflowers.com, there is a way to contact me. It will come directly to me, and uh, then I can pass it along to you, and we can make sure that we do that. Amen. And that's at jenniferflowers.com, right? Jennifer with a G. And the lovely Noah, who's our technician producer, has got the contact, jenniferflowers.com, right there. At the bottom of the screen. Do you see that? Yes. Thank you, Noah. You're a sweetheart. Noah's the best. He's been a godsend today right here. Um, also, for you folks that's just tuning in, you can catch this on the Aftershock XL Network, uh, our show. You can subscribe, so please hit that subscribe button. The more subscribers, the more shows we can bring you. You can also hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Going to stitch you up, stitch you up. <laughs> Speaking what, of what did you take before you got on the air? Speaking of, of speaking of stitches, let's talk about some stitches, Jennifer, because I know you're very frank about surgery, and Jennifer just had a a, a procedure, and um, as a matter of fact, it's well, I call it a little nip tuck. People have asked me, you know, how do you how. Do you, look younger so much younger than your age thank you god and thank you to them but i just believe in little nip tucks along the way that way you don't really look that different but you never look different <laughs> you just sort of sort of try to stay the same at, at a certain juncture but I, i'll be six weeks out on monday it's dr uh, dr newman he's actually in arkansas and a uh, great guy, great office, and uh, I highly recommend him. Arkansas, Arkansas. I just love old Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas is a good, listen, they, I, were, oh, I was raised there. I was an Arkansas Razorback. So <laughs> I, do love the, I do love the University of Arkansas, and I love the Razorbacks. But uh, years later, you know, we're all, we were all consumed in Arkansas for the college team. Uh, the University of Arkansas college team because we didn't have a pro team. And, and many years later, I sort of was sitting one day and thinking about things. And I thought, I was so proud to be a pig. <laughs> we <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> you know, backs are big hogs, you know, to be a big hog. But anyway. So not, you had, you had some suey. I'm putting Arkansas down, believe me. I, I, you had some suey action going on there. Suey! <laughs> oh, woo pig suey, don't you know? Anyway, Dr. Newman's in, uh, he's got two offices, one in Mountain Home, Arkansas, and one in Rogers, Arkansas. 
And like I said, I highly recommend him. He's good. He listens. I like the, I like those that listen and they don't try to make everybody look alike or overdo. They'll do what you want. Well, I think, I think that's the key is not trying to make anybody look alike. I mean, if you look at that woman we talked about last time, uh, Jocelyn Wildenstein, her and her husband obviously went to the same plastic surgery because if you look at their lips and if you look at their mouth area, they both look identical. Oh, I've got to tell you about my lips. <laughs> Everybody gets tickled about these because uh, I, uh, years back in New Orleans, uh, which is one of my homes, a friend who had a beauty salon had, I always say I had silicone put in mine by a transvestite in the back of a beauty, beauty shop. <laughs> and I really did. So for, for those that have been critical of them and say they're too big, there ain't nothing I can do about it. <laughs> this is silicone. <laughs> it, does, it does not diminish and it does not go away. But uh, yeah, I mean, everybody, you know, goes to the doctor. I went to a transvestite. Highly recommend Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these oh, ladies well. Getting shot up in the rear end. They were getting they were getting the silicone put everywhere. That's I mean, like, and this is before the Kardashians. I mean, these when the you know the rear really big rear ends became so popular. I mean, these ladies were in there just really going to town. And it, I mean, there literally was a line out the door down the block to get into <laughs> the transvestite doing silicone <laughs> she's probably like hey mommy don't worry i give you one shot you're gonna be all good don't you worry if <laughs> yeah. you have bleeding if you have bleeding and infection don't come see me go to hospital <laughs> yeah yeah well, she disappeared shortly thereafter she didn't come back just in case something had gone wrong with somebody oh god i don't know if you can see no one's got a good sense of you it said your questions to jennifer flowers don't get silicon from a transfer no, I highly recommend it. Well, no, let me say that because I shouldn't recommend it because if they do it, it goes bad, then they'll be mad at yeah. me. But in my particular case, she did a know, good job. She, well, she was, it was very sanitary and no infections from it. And, you know, men like my big lips, women tend to criticize them. Oh, well. <laughs> Pucker up, honey. It's all Pucker about. Pucker <laughs> Speaking of Kardashians, hold on to that thought. I just wanted to quickly okay. touch that people, we, uh, we're we here, as our, our show title is, is, we're here to make some fun and sense out of the crazy that's going on every day. And we're here to entertain you. Hopefully, you'll get a kick out of our conversations because Jennifer and I have known each other, God, over 20-something years now. And we have very plain turkey frank conversations. And uh, to be honest with y'all, um, we get dirty, we get foul mouth, and if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. <laughs> Shut my mouth. <laughs> so speaking of Kim Kardashian, she uh, was recently in the press uh, just uh, about her daughter. Her daughter had, she had posted up on her, a, a separate Instagram page, her Instagram page of a, a beautiful painting, oil painting of her daughter did. And it was, a, it was a decent painting for a seven-year-old. It was impressive, but people were giving her flack about it. And it was what? just like, well, they were criticizing her art, her daughter's artist skills, and this and oh, that. And she's just a child. That's. But but here's the point. My point is, is why would you even want to put your kid who's seven years old up on that type of thing? Yeah, you're a proud mommy. We get it. 
you could just say on your cast, I'm so proud of my daughter. She did a beautiful painting. I would love to share it all for you, but she's very private. You know, it's like, why do you need to do this? And now it's created all this nonsense where it's like, she's like, oh, I think people tearing apart my daughter. Then don't put your daughter's picture on Instagram. That, there we go. Thank you, Noah. That's the picture. If you look at it, Jennifer, it's a decent picture. Well, and it's um, pretty, Yes, it's very nice. Yeah. And it was very done by her daughter, Northwest, and it's very good. But Kim, are you listening? Look at me. <laughs> it's your daughter, honey. It's your daughter. And if it was my child, I wouldn't want to share that with all the millions of people that watch me because it's private. It's personal. And being an artist, when you put your art out there, Guess what art is meant to do? It's meant to be judged. That's why you put it out there. So don't be upset if people judge your daughter's artwork. Get over it. Have a Coke and shut the fuck up. Well, yeah, by now <laughs> they, the Kardashians know that. Uh, now, I would say that, that these children have grown up in that environment and they're used to cameras and they're used to being uh, in the spotlight. But mm -hmm. she, Kim knows that when you put something like that out there, that you're liable to get bad things said. I don't care how good it is and how, who it is, how good the painting is. It doesn't matter. I mean, there's exactly. going to be some criticism. And yeah, that, that's... But Jennifer, that's as a mother, would you even do that to your child if you had 45 million worldwide followers? Would you even subject your daughter to that? That's I, I don't know if I could as a parent. I honestly don't think I could. No, I wouldn't, but... Yeah, and well, there I, we go. You know, I've been in the public eye for many years now, and I, <laughs> I know, I know. Again, hey, Kim, if anybody knows it. scrutiny, it's my girl over here. It's my girl. She knows it. So, hello. Well, I, I, I certainly wouldn't subject my child to that scrutiny. No, never. no. And it's just like, but if and you're going to do it. Celebrities don't do that, actually. I mean, yeah. in my experience in, in, uh, in the past, they don't do it. And you have to you have to get to the you have to ask yourself, well, where's your judgment? And here's the point where it's like you only have yourself to blame, Kim, because you put it out there and you can't control the world. And if you wanted to protect your child, then you shouldn't have put it out there, period. That's all I got to say. Okay. Well we 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 all agree with you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad. So shut and, up and let's move and, on. And as Paul Lynn, <laughs> as my alter ego Paul Lynn would say, I'm, shut I'm up. Tired of talking. <laughs> Tired of talking about Kim. Let's talk about me. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Do the Paul and shut up again. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. I love that. I mean, you're, I told you some racy stories about him anyway. So, yeah. Oh, stop. By the way, you look great. Well, I think I I, I, on this health kick and, and exercising, well, eating. eating properly and all of that. I've, That's, um, it shows. I'll, I'll share with some people. I'm basically almost legally diabetic and I'm not even 50 years old. I'm soon to be 50 this month. And I'm very frank about my age. I have nothing to hide. I don't care. Um, and my blood pressure was beyond belief. So I took a, from my other job, I had to take a, a high risk medical leave because these two conditions make me very susceptible to catching COVID, which could lead to my death because they're underlying conditions. I don't have it badly. My heart is very good. They've done the EKG. I just had the startings of hypertension. So the way to stop all that is what I know best is diet. 
everything's 90% diet. And I spoke to my old personal trainer. He says, exactly it. He says, don't go crazy in the gym. Just walk every day for two hours and focus on your eating. And that's all I've been doing. And I think I've lost almost close to 20 pounds. Good for you. That's I've got to lose another 20. <laughs> I don't see that at all. I can't imagine you losing 20 more pounds. Well, only, only because I, I spoke to you my... naked in a while. So. Oh, honey, trust me. The 20 pounds will make me look much better naked. <laughs> Actually, I've not seen you naked. Or I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, I'll send you pictures later. <laughs> oh, okay, deal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Speaking since we're about sex, let's talk about strange bedfellows, Jennifer, in Washington. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a little game. Many come to mind. This is the little game I like to call the yes-no game. It's real simple. And the reason I call it Strange Bedfellows is because I'm going to come up with some strange people. And I'm going to tell you the situation. And then you're going to tell me yes or no. Would you sleep with them? Okay. I'm okay? Mm -hmm. So, you're stranded on a desert island. There's only... One coconut left. There's no food. The coconut's your only source of good water. Mm -hmm. And in order for you to survive, you could either drink that coconut or eat out Nancy Pelosi. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes or no? What the hell with Nancy? I've eaten the coconut. <laughs> okay. I, I can't even... My, I can't even go there in my life. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. No, find a, no uh, find a worse picture than her. Find a worse picture. Find a picture of her looking kind of with her mask on, with her sunken, saggy, baggy eyes. Because you know she's... That's a glamour shot you found, Noah. You need to find her when she's three shots to the wind from her morning nine o'clock shot and her codeine pills, trust me. She's she's on a cocktail because she's talking like it half the time. She's like, I think I think we're going to impeach the president based upon that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> she's saying to you, Jennifer, what? You don't want to eat my pussy? <laughs> Thank you, Noah. That was fabulous. <laughs> She's like, how dare you? She did the Ava Peron besides her. <laughs> Do you know she was kind of very speaking of speaking of communistic and, and fascist, that's that's that hand gesture she did, that's indicative of Ava Peron and Juan Peron. You know, that's 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 fascism. Well, yeah, she's 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 nuts. <laughs> she's crazy. The bitch I, is crazy. I just well, see, if it were me, I'd be I would actually maybe think I would have to eat her out if it gave me like a food bonus. But I'd be scared that her that her that her vajayjay would bite me back in the face, and I would be scarred or get food poisoning, and and then I have these bite marks like something maimed me, and it was definitely from her vajayjay coochie. Oh, dude, can we move on? Do we have to okay. talk about her? <laughs> I all I know, all I know is her thing is so old that when it, her thing is so old that just when she moves, it goes like this: it goes, <laughs> <laughs> and cobwebs spew out. 
<laughs> you can tell I don't like Nancy Pelosi, folks. I hate her. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't like her either. <laughs> and I sure don't want to think of her little JJ. <laughs> okay, so you're on a desert island. Yes or no? Uh, you're, yeah, you're <laughs> Mitch McConley. Mitch McConley, yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> okay, calm down. <laughs> this is good. Okay, I knew you'd like Mr. Dylan and Mitch McConnell's doing what? Well, for you in order to survive, <laughs> you got to give them a blowjob. <laughs> or you eat the coconut. <laughs> what happens if I eat the coconut? You live. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi cobweb. Oh, shut up. I, <laughs> I have allergies. I don't have COVID. I have allergies. Uh, so I'm on this desert island with Mitch McConnell. And, and the only way <laughs> the only way for you to live is... Look at his teeth. You, I know. It, they're yellow. Or, or, or drink the coconut? No, no. There's gonna, no, I'm taking away the coconut. You either For you to live, you either have to give him a blowjob or you just starve to death. I'm starved death. <laughs> well, we know how Jennifer really feels. I I choose I choose I choose death too. I choose death too. I'll just walk into the ocean. I'll be saying, "Fuck you, Mitch." I'm just walking into the ocean. I ain't touching whatever that thing is. God forbid he even whipped it out. It'd be like this. It'd be like, "What is that?" Ah, I'm running into the water. Ah. <laughs> Jennifer and I were talking uh, earlier this week about um, the power of connection and human beings in general and how it's kind of being lost with this technology all around us every day and being spewed down our faces and the news and this and that. And um, there was a famous uh, theater person in the theater named Katowski, he's Polish. He deals, a, he deals a lot with experimental and absurdist theater, and he was quite brilliant. And um, he um, was brought up in a movie called My Dinner with Andre. And if you haven't seen it, it's uh, with the actors Wallace Shawn and Andre Gregory. And they actually both wrote it. And there's this amazing scene where they talk about um, New York and how it's actually kind of like its own prison. And it's probably being run by maybe a global one world bank and that if all the people that actually live in it are also the inmates and the uh, executioners, like, and that we're all living some sort of psychosomatic schizophrenia and that the way to escape it is to get out. But because we're so comfortable and we're kind of bored with our lives, we kind of talk about it. I'm not really doing it justice, but the point is, is that you deal a lot with all this crazy in the media every day. And, uh, the election and was there fraud and isn't there fraud and is it going to be proven the point i have to bring to all of you is that the fact that we're still able to even bring these challenges that to the table is mostly important and when you start taking those challenges away from people such as censoring the internet or um, censoring what people's free speech. And I know you all have private companies. These, these companies are private. But when a government agency starts telling these private companies to censor people's speech or to censor a sitting president, it 
goes beyond privatization. And we were talking about all of this being cooped up and how people are kind of almost getting really crazy. And you kind of just got to, you got to, you got to learn to step back from it all. Kind of like what I'm doing. I'm taking care of myself. Like Jennifer takes care of herself every day. And you got to just say enough and you got to look at things objectively and you got to be able to say, well, maybe there is a point to all this and maybe there is truth in this. Otherwise, if there wasn't truth, then why is it actually being brought up in the first place? So no, my point, is, my point is, is um, we all need to just learn to accept the fact if you have enough money to buy food every week and to have a roof over your head, folks, be grateful. It's not the end of the world because the world is not coming to an end, <laughs> as everybody Absolutely. thinks it is. No, you're right. Uh, and uh, from a very long time ago, uh, with my particular situation, with a scandal, uh, all I could wish for is that people would find alternative means of information. But I did find during that time and now that most folks are so caught up with their own situations. A lot of people have families. Uh, you know, they're providing, the, the men are providing and or the women are helping provide for the family. They're cooking, they're getting them to school, they're, you know, they're doing so, they're, they're multitasking to the moon. And it's just real hard for them to take the time or, or they don't want to take the time to find out uh, a variety of informations on a particular, information on a particular subject to see what is actually factual. Uh, now, of course, we've got COVID, but here again, same thing with something like that. I, I try to go, I mean, I'm reading a lot about it and uh, from various sources. It's like taking the shot. It's, it's pretty controversial right now. I've got friends that are going to take it. I've got friends that, that don't want to take it and won't take it because of what they've heard uh, the results have been with some people. Uh, just like I said, though, basically getting as much information as you can and then making that articulate decision. There I agree. I agree. It ultimately always comes down to all of us and to you. And it's always up to you, the individual, to make these choices. And that's another thing that brings me to this point about the world. People... There are people that take responsibility for their actions, and there's a lot of people in the world that just want to blame everybody else. And sure. you can either choose to be a victim, you can choose to be a hypochondriac in your own world, or you can choose to, to be active and to live and to make and be responsible for yourself. And I think a, a lot of the majority of the country, especially conservative majority, are, are all about responsibility. And, you know, it's... It's important to remember we're all adults and I was always raised. You have to take responsibility for your own actions and you alone and always alone are always responsible for yourself. Nobody else. Absolutely. And the, and the results of those actions, good and bad. Yeah. It has to be that way. So, so. that was our nice little tete-a-tete. Now we're going to move on. I'm going to give you. Thank you for covering there. That was very good. I was listening as I was getting my little plug in here. Oh, you were? Well, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, and you did. You and I did talk about that movie, and I, I 
I've kind of scanned through it. You need but, to just watch the clip I sent you. It's really powerful. It actually I almost brought, brought me to tears. Well, I had not had the time to just sit down and watch, but I will. Go no ahead. worries, sweetie. So let's so. talk about sleepy, weepy, creepy Joe Biden. <laughs> the man who the man who calls the man who calls himself president who I really am not sure is a president but he's definitely looks like a, a ventriloquist dummy to me and he sounds like one because I think China's got their hand up his ass so far as well as Barack Obama because he's also his senior advisor did you know that folks Barack Obama is Joe Biden's senior advisor and Joe Biden's whole cabinet is pretty much Barack Obama's cabinet just a no, big surprise big surprise you know, does and that uh, well, here's another surprise. I was watching another conservative a couple of days ago, Bill Whittle. I'm giving Bill Whittle, love you, got a toot out for you to tell the truth. And he actually had uh, a, a, an engineer, like what our producer Noah is doing right now, soundbite all the white noise out of Joe Biden's underspeech as he's signing his was it number i think he signed 47 executive orders we're going to talk about those in a second mm -hmm. and he said he said i don't know what i'm signing you hear kamala harris go just sign it <laughs> well well folks i don't know i don't know about you <laughs> thank you yeah, you, your head, you idiot uh, <laughs> you know does that surprise anyone that that she would be standing there giving him orders does that surprise <laughs> Well, yeah, it was just, it, he was so, she was so like, it's just, just like, he's like, I don't know what I'm signing. It's just, it's just like, just sign it. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> just do it. I was like, Hillary Clinton, you got competition, girl. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Boy, that is so true. She's so, very dogmatic like Hillary. So let's talk about these 47 executive orders he has signed in his less than almost two and a half weeks in office, more than any president in U.S. history to date. Starting at the top, I have a list. Rebuilding and enhancing programs to resettle refugees and planning for the impact of climate change on migration. Okay. What? <laughs> what? Well, we know that's all about legalizing illegals. Second executive order. Okay. Are you ready? Restoring faith yes. in our restoring faith in our legal immigration systems and strengthening integrity. Uh, sorry, integration and inclusion efforts for new Americans, which means legalize aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It Estab establishment of inter sorry interagency task force on. Reunification of families. This all has to do with what they say, the people that were being held at the border. This is all BS. Creating a comprehensive regional framework to address the causes of migration, to manage migration throughout North America, Central America, and to provide safe and orderly processing asylum seekers at the United States border. Well, is that a cotton pick and mouthful? That's a cotton pick and mouthful. I'm I'm dry mouth, just trying to re-wet my lips to say the next short line. That thank God this is a short one. Strengthening Medicaid and the Affordable Care Act. Well, well, that, we know that's all about fixing his buddy's Obamacare Act because Obama's there advising him. Hello. Yeah, that's for sure. Tackling climate crisis at home and abroad. So what that basically means is 
they're going to get carbon police to start taxing people and saying that your carbon footprint is too big. It's coming, folks. Trust me. It's coming. It's coming. Hmm. That's just to mention a few. Well, here's some of the ones that I find. He, he stopped the, uh, uh, the pipeline, which was the Keystone deal, which was over, what, 700,000 jobs. Um, and now these people are out of work. And it also, to even go further, Mr. Warren Buffett, I believe, is behind that cancellation because Warren Buffett's company, uh, uh, Berkshire Hathaway, is controlling all the railroads that actually control the oil transportation. So I think that's the reason why he put all that money into Biden's campaign, because he wanted to keep his little trains and his little oil transportation business going. The pipeline would have eliminated Warren Buffett's investment. So do your homework like I did, folks, and follow the money trail, because the money trail never lies. Shame on you, Warren Buffett. Yeah, shame on you, Warren. Creepy old. Fat hate. Creepy. No fat head. <laughs> but and the, mo the most disturbing, the most disturbing executive order is is uh, uh, President Trump was a very good Trump president, and you people who did not like him just because you didn't like him are going to realize that he was probably the best president this country's ever had next to George Washington. But it's okay. I'm all about letting you find it out for yourself. But he, Mr. Biden did an executive order to reverse. Um, the influence of Confucius, Confucius Institute's uh, CCP propaganda organizations to now allow to be back into the public schools for their influence. And the reason Donald Trump got rid of them was because they are <laughs> communist Florence influences in the school system teaching CCP ideals and propaganda. CCP? Chinese CCP? communist, the Chinese Communist Party. China. Propaganda? Okay. Yep. And the, the Confucius... The Confucius, the Confucius so, so Institute a bill to, to, to allow them back in the schools. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Trump had prevented that. He put an executive order to stop them. Biden has says, oh, okay, it's a free-for-all. And all I got to say is Confucius say Chinese investment in Mr. Biden pay off very well. Ha, ha, ha. I wish it was that. You, that, that was funny, but this isn't. <laughs> What this idiot's doing isn't is just tragic. But go ahead. Well, I'm listening. He's, he's creepy, Joe. I mean, I just saw him on a recent clip of him talking to some girl, and he goes, "Oh, what great I am!" He goes, "Oh, you don't look like a freshman." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, perfect." <laughs> Thank you. No, yeah, he's always scratching his head. That yeah, they, we we need to find one of Biden scratching his ass with his face like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he's uh, some of the pictures i've seen with him touching and getting up close with with little girls children, it's disgusting it's, it's creepy it's disturbing it's just disturbing but you oh, look well. good I'm, I'm liking i'm liking this little uh animal print you got going on here girl oh well thank you very much i'm so glad you like it i uh i'm still swollen from my surgery you're still swollen uh-huh yeah, it's it takes a while for you know mm -hmm. after you put yourself your butt your skin through that. Yeah, but thank yeah. you. You're enough, looking enough, good. Enough of me. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what else to talk about, darling? Um, well, let's see. What were we talking about earlier today? I can't remember. 
I'm drawing a blank right now. Talk about we talk about so much. It's we do talk about we do talk about a lot. Well, oh, I know what I wanted to address. Um, my um, uh, an acquaintance of mine, Brandon Straka, he was uh, arrested for no reason by the FBI because he was a huge um, supporter, a conservative voice with a lot of followers. So again, about the sanctions and this, you know, people. Yeah people being uh, censored. And unfortunately, because of the laws of the Patriot Act, he wouldn't be entitled to an attorney or a phone call because that's what they use it. Because they're instead, somebody from his family supposedly said that he was involved in the Capitol riots, but that's all nonsense, but whatever. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, go ahead. It's just a witch hunt. And that's enough politics for today. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I want. I know. I remembered what I want to talk I, I, to you about. I have a question about. Uh, we're talking about where we live and and what's going on with the weather. What's going on there? Did you get as much snow as they said that you would? Uh, we got. We only got a dusting, but it's just that the snow from the first two storms is still on the ground. It's just everything's gross and wet. And if I think is it's it supposed I, to continue. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at the uh, the weather. It, I know it's supposed to get more snow again. Hold on. Yeah, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. They're calling for more snow. <laughs> That's Central Park, by the way. All pretty. It looks very oh, pretty wow. when it's snow. Yeah, isn't that nice? Well, that that is that is pretty. But wow. You but know you, when it. You know you you get that kind of weather every year, though. Really, don't you? Not really. It takes a lot for it to snow here. It has to be, technically it has to be kind of like a super nor'easter that's actually half over the water and half on land. And so what that's doing is it's spinning and it's pulling up the moisture from the ocean and then dumping. And that's really the only way that New York gets a lot of snow, I find. And uh, because we have a pollution bubble that makes a lot of heat with the exhaustion, I know that. And I, I, I had a friend of mine who talked to me about the pollution bubble of the city. He was like, oh, it's very impossible to get snow. But when it does snow, it's pretty. It's it, and I got to tell you, here's a little secret not many people know about. I live by Central Park, and I go walking into the middle of the park, and I went. I did it during this last blizzard, and what happens is, is because it's so much snow, it drowns out the noise of the city, and it's completely quiet. Oh wow! Well, that's and unusual. It, it's kind of magical, and it's actually you kind of like it, you don't care how long you're there. You don't even care that you're cold. It's just it's magical because you're seeing how the snow sticks to everything, and it's just. All you hear is just the snow falling. It's kind of crazy. It's it's I and I discovered that by accident. That kind of sounds really cool. It's kind of romantic. Uh, All you need is a cup of hot cocoa and a hot man. <laughs> yeah, you need that anyway, anywhere. <laughs> uh, we agree on that one, don't we, baby? Yeah. Uh, I oh, I remember what I wanted to talk to you about, but go ahead with your thought. No, I'm just thinking I've had a lot of good times in New York, a lot of amazing experiences because, you know, I don't I've never live there, but I've come in to do various shows. And uh, uh, after I got my club in New Orleans, the Jennifer Flowers Kelsto Club, mm -hmm. uh, I got, it got lots and lots of publicity. So the Today Show called wanting to feature it. And uh I said, great. They, they sent the cameras down and a reporter to the B-roll, and then they flew me to New York. So my, my agent booked me, knowing I was going, he booked me for an appearance at a club in Chelsea. Once again, I was hanging out with the transvestite. <laughs> you mean, well, transvestite, wait, are, 
Or drag queens. But anyway, I'm sure they weren't drag queens. I, I bet you they were drag queens. Uh, well, this at this club, the 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 host for the evening was was a drag queen. Okay. Yeah, I know there's a difference there. I just yeah. now now the one that filled my lips with silicone was transvestite. Okay. Uh, transsexual, I guess, because she had had the well, operation. So for people that, as Jennifer and I know, a transvestite is a man that likes to dress up in women's clothes that happens to actually be most likely heterosexual, but they have an eroticism of dressing up in women's clothes and wearing the makeup, like Eddie Izzard, the British comedian. He is a transvestite. Now, a drag queen is someone like RuPaul or like the host that Jennifer is about to talk about that actually does full body boob, fake boobs, fake, you know, does the tuck and, and the makeup and the wig and they look like a, a woman and act like a woman. Yeah. Yeah, that, mm. that was flow. Flow? <laughs> anyway, but, but no, the, 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 the lady that, the one that did my lips was a transsexual. Oh, okay. okay. She, she had had the operation and that is a transsexual, correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. Anyway, flow, and I'm not sure what flow was. Flow appeared to, to be a woman, but was it Otilla DeBarge, black man, black girl? Uh, yeah, that I know yeah. Flotilla DeBarge. That's Ke his real name's Kevin, but yeah, Flotilla's fabulous. He's a funny one. Well, he does, Mimi, my, Mimi, my, Mimi, my uh, music director, and I, after I did the show, had a drink with Flo and proceeded to have a few more. Now I'm having to get up at three o'clock in the morning to go and do the interview on the Today Show with Matt Lauer, by the way. And I was really pissed to hear that he, you know, about all this sexual harassment because he didn't sexually harass me. But and you thought he was cute. Rough. You thought he was cute, didn't you? He's real cute. <laughs> I didn't give him any thumb if you'd ask. I mean, golly. But anyway. <laughs> So I, I, I don't even go to sleep. I mean, but I get in and I get a shower and do freshen my makeup and I head to the studio and do it. And, and that my yeah, I've got bags under my eyes like this. <laughs> and I don't want to say, now excuse the bags because I've been hanging out all night with transvestite named Flo. <laughs> uh, but actually, Katie Couric was supposed to do the interview and they switched on me at the last minute and gave me Matt Lauer. Yeah, he was real cute. Real. Well, better better him than her. I don't like her at all. Mm. Well, in my experience, when when I was doing a lot of interviews, though, if they switched on you at the last minute, that wasn't always a good sign. Yeah. Uh, but he was great, and I had that. That's that's in my promotional material on my website, jenniferflowers.com. And want to remind everybody again, if you want to uh, contact me or see Lee. Uh, and you have some suggestions for some topics that we can cover for you. I'd love to know what's on your mind. Love to know what you think about this show. And it's jenniferflowers.com. There is a place to go in and contact me. And, and the email will come right to me. I promise you I'll see it and read it. And if it's hateful, I'll say shame on you. <laughs> and, and she will say shameful on you. I'll say some other things. But that's between me and Jennifer. Dude, do Paul, Paul Lynn, shame on you. Do shame it. on you. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah. he would do something more like selfish, selfish. Yes, yeah, selfish. selfish. 
it's, I was telling C that uh, I was always such a big fan of Paul Ann, and I was singing at the Fairmont Hotel in Dallas. And I took a break and I walked out into the, I would walk out into the lobby area on my breaks. And uh, I saw, first thing I saw were three big white standard poodles coming down the lobby. And then I see a man, of course, with the leashes in hand and I look a little closer and it's Paul Lynn. And I walked, uh, I walked on over there quickly cause he was moving pretty fast and he looked at me and I'm, I know he was, he was so popular then he was thinking, oh, I've got a crazy fan after me. But I said, don't want to disturb. I just, you know, I was singing in the club. Would love to buy you a drink if you want to come by later. I'm a big fan. He said, thank you. <laughs> and he went said, on. thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I was so thrilled to see him in person because I was well, such a big fan. I, I, there's a very funny story. I don't know if I ever told you the story. I think he was on the dinosaur show. Um, and you know, he was very, uh, he was very flamboyant when he, he would talk and most people thought he was straight, but he really wasn't, but he was, he was everybody's favorite uncle Arthur from bewitched, you know, and the Munsters. Oh, yeah. And, that. yeah. And he, uh, he's on the dinosaur show and he was talking about the tapings. And for those of you who don't know who Paul Lind was, cause I'm sure there are people that don't, he was the original center square of the Hollywood square games with Peter Marshall as the host. And, and I remember as a kid, and I'm sure our producer Steve Gorillo can remember as a kid, is watching that game show, and people used to turn in, tune in, and hear, listen to that what that man would say, and he would do these crazy one-line zingers that were just, or these one-liner zinger jokes that were just off the top, sexually innuendo, but racy, you know. And it would be like, like an example would, be, an example would be. Uh, Peter Marshall, the host, would ask the question, he goes, Paul, why do bikers wear leather? And Paul Lynn would go, because chiffon wrinkles. <laughs> you know, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's, and the, well, and, you know, it wasn't just what he had to say in an answer. It was his presentation. Yeah, and uh, he was yeah, quick his, with. His, and he was just, he just, he just funny. Is one, he just, he just tweaked my funny bone, that one. I do have something to talk about quickly. Yeah, so do I. Have you ever purchased a home warranty pa uh, package so that if your refrigerator goes out or your appliances go out, they cover? American no, because I, I, I'm, a net, I'm, a, I'm a renter, so I don't have to worry about okay, that. You don't have to worry about that. Well, well, I've had a few in, in uh, the past, and uh, I have one now with America Home Shield. Okay. It's the biggest ripoff. It's the biggest ripoff I've experienced in a very long time. Hmm. Uh, I, my microwave went out in one of my condos and uh, uh, I called about it. They sent somebody out who determined that it needed to be replaced, that it couldn't be fixed. And uh, I, for four months, I'm trying to, I, I don't get a call. I don't get an email, no response after the man leaves. And I start calling and they're telling me it's an hour and a half wait, hold on the phone. Now, really, an hour and a half to sit and hold on a phone to wait to speak to someone? Is that any kind of customer service? Of course, they give you this, this recording about due to COVID, blah, blah, bullshit. 
I don't care. That's not my, shouldn't be my problem. They should staff more people uh, if, if they have that many people calling in. But, but at any rate, it took four months for me to finally get some satisfaction. And then I really didn't get it then to any extent. <laughs> I will never, I will, what? I was just laughing because you like, it took me four months to get some satisfaction and I didn't get it. <laughs> it just happens that way. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, it, it, it never disappoints way of getting satisfaction if we're speaking sexually. Okay. Bob. <laughs> My little toy. Oh, does Bob, does, does Bob buzz or does what does he go? Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did that and I said, Bob, don't sing to me. Just, <laughs> You're <laughs> like, Bob, just do what I pay for you to do. Which is, you know what you're supposed to do, Bob. Yeah, listen <laughs> Bob, to Bob. Then Bob, Bob hey, goes, Bob, good thing about Bob. Bob doesn't watch football. He doesn't burp. He doesn't pass gas. He just does what I tell him to and when I tell him to do it and for how long. So he's perfect. <laughs> Amen, honey. Amen. So, it was like the other day when I was talking to you, when I said, uh, I just wish I had money. And I said, during a snowstorm, all I want to do is order in, order a hot man, $400 and say, thank you very much. And I'll get the fuck out. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, no, except I'm not paying $400. <laughs> well, I think the going rate here in the city is $250, but you didn't hear that from me. Oops, I gave myself away. Yeah, I like to look at the I like to look at the ads, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's what you heard, right? <laughs> oh, no. I like I look at the ads. Listen, I'm happy to look at the ads, but I I'm happy to be single. I'm happy to be completely celibate. I will go on the record. I am. I practice what I preach and I just don't need any crazy in my life right now with what's going on. Well, it doesn't have to be crazy. Well, I find like your friend Bob does really well. I have Rosie Palmer at <laughs> five points. <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> Same thing, but I just didn't pay for it, honey. I'm not luxury like you. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. Yeah, anyway. But back to America Home Shield. Speaking yeah. Of getting Rude. Don't. So what you're saying is, don't buy American Home Shell insurance. Right. It's a ripoff. Speaking, speaking of getting shafted, don't do it. It's Without lubrication. Burp. <laughs> oh God. No, I listen. My mother could. You and my mother could go for hours with this type of situation. It's even worse. And you know, I know you don't like this word, but my Home Shell or Bob. No, Sorry. just. My mother's 88. She's turning 88 this year. And um, yeah. it for her to get anything done and to be nice and pleasant, it just doesn't happen. And like she's been she has a meter outside of her unit that doesn't need to be there. It's it's an electrical meter that is useless, but it seems to attract lightning. And her house has been struck because of this oh meter four times because of this. And the 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 club, the park, the club that she lives in, the gated park, they won't do anything about it. They say, well, it's yours. It's not. My mother's like, no, it's not mine. She goes, it's not my reader. My reader is in my house or, you know, in the shed. And it's just, you know, this has been going on for two years. 
So, so uh, this belongs to the electric company, this meter? It belongs no. to the park that she pays her associations due to because it was from an older unit. But the unit that they built her, my parents bought, the newer unit was they bought was built after this. And it's, you know, it's a two bedroom villa and they're all built on like little separate slabs next to each other. And mm -hmm. um, this area of her gated community was the first original part of the community. And it's, it's by the water and it's really weird. You want to talk about snobbery and how people are so quick to fall in the hate wagon. This is seniors against seniors. Yeah. This is a very nice senior community of people that say good morning. Hello. Very respectful in my mom's area. But if you trek over to the new section, which is where the property start at 1.2 million, 1.2 million for a slab. Okay. For less than a quarter of a quarter acre. Then you build on right. They want nothing to do with my mother's side of the park because my mother's side of the park is completely paid off. So they can't touch them. And they were the ones that started the whole community and the foundation. So they're like, we want a gate and a fence and a border. <laughs> it's just like, you know. Oh, really? It, it's bitchy senior citizens with like, well, we have more money than you. And like, it's like, well, you're all in the same area together. You're in the same gated community. It's just that one unit, one area is older because it was started in right. the late seventies. And this one was the newer area was started in the nineties with the booming bill. And then up and currently still to this day, but you know, it's, it's disgusting how like, if you even walk over there, they call the cops on you. It's oh, happening. It's happened to me. I kid you not. Called the cops on you, you personally. They called the police. They called the cops and said I was some sort of vagrant roaming around. And I'm just if, <laughs> the way they were designed. It's like if you, if, I'm trying to figure out the screen. It's like a, it's like this type of road system that kind of goes like a weaving, like up and down, like that. So you're, you do your walk, and if you do a bunch of walks, that equals so many miles. So I crossed over into their area and you're I was like, oh, exercise. I'm walking. Yeah, my exercise. And I wasn't with right. my mother. I was by myself because I do it earlier than her. She she doesn't like to go sometimes if it's too hot or in the early in the morning in Florida. So this woman comes out and she goes, I've called the police on you. <laughs> like, why? She goes, you're a vagrant. You don't live here. I said, I live in. <laughs> I, I live, I go, I'm visiting my mother in next, in, uh, I go a few blocks down. They go, well, walk there. And she slammed her door on me. And I said, well, screw you. I'm a free country. And I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a guest here just like anybody else. And sure enough, I'm walking. And all of a sudden, a cop car goes, brruh, brruh. and I knew the cop because my father, may rest in peace, gave a lot of money to all the Sarasota policemen charities. And he's like, uh, it's you? I go, he's like, he goes, Chris Callahan, right? Richie's son. And I said, yeah. And he's like, somebody called on you. And he goes, listen, he goes, there's a feud going on between your mother's side and this side and the other sides of all the money. He says, just, just stay on that side. He goes, they call. He goes, sorry to bother you. And I literally said, you're kidding me, right, Bob? And he's like, no, not kidding you. And I said, isn't that sad? People of all the same senior generations, they can't even even be nice to each other. And it just goes to show you how certain generations, things do change. So I don't know. Wow. That's amazing. That's too bad. And yeah. I'm sorry that and your not, mother. I'm not BSing y'all. This is, this is, this is, this is, this has happened. So, you know, it is what it is. Well, I just I mean, stay on I'm my mom's side. Your mother's just such a beautiful person. I'm sorry that she's having to go through that. And 
you know, really yeah. seniors as a group should try to stick together. Uh, it, it's hard. It's hard. Is well, it? Well, okay. We were like, a little bleh, bleh, bleh. One last thing I wanted to talk to you about. Did you okay. hear they want to they want to remake The Wizard of Oz? Why? <laughs> I said the same thing. I said, uh, why? <laughs> well, I believe they're going to make it with the new woke culture twist on it, and I just think it'll be a sh it'll be what? a sham. Wait a minute, the what culture? The woke culture, like you know, power woke. to women. Yeah, power to women, or you know. F BLM issues, things like that. That's what's all entitled up in the new book. So they're going to have some black characters that were uh, traditionally white. Is that what you're saying? You think? I don't know, but they already did an all black version in the seventies, which is a huge hit called the whiz. And it's a brilliant okay. version. Right. And it's a great score. Ease on down, ease on down the road. Yeah. It's got great songs. You know, Stephanie Mills was the lead. I saw it when I was a kid. Michael Jackson did the movie, you know, but I don't know what they're going to do to it. Some guys spoke on, he says, they're going to delve deeper into the story. And I said, well, the story was pretty well delved into because it's a classic. Well, it's just, <laughs> a, it's just a simple story. Yeah. 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 So it's, they're going to complicate. Well, well, that's what I was talking about with my mother. These stories are classics and the reason they're classics is because they have basic universal themes, if you would not agree, or you don't have to agree, that apply to all humans. And that's why we all relate and love that story, which makes it a classic. So well, why? I mean, that, come on. There we go. There we go. Yeah. You, can you, 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 you can, in my opinion, you can enjoy it. Uh, you can enjoy the excitement of the story, but it's not a typical story that somebody's going to go through, let's face it, because she wakes up and she's in Oz. I mean, how many times has that happened to, in reality, to anyone? No, never. So, I mean, maybe if they're on drugs, but I mean, in, in real life, in, in reality, it doesn't, this is just a story. Well, it's a let's fairy tale. Let's go even it's a fairy further. Tale. Let's talk about. <laughs> you got a what? I've got a tinkle. Oh, honey, you can get up and go tinkle and come back. No, it's okay. I I think probably we're we're close. Uh, we're close. We need to call it a day. Yeah, we do. Well, I just say you, it's going to be hard to fight with the casting of the likes of Judy Garland, Ray Bolger. Um, Isn't that truth? Bart, Bert, Bert Lahr, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Jack Hale, who played all those characters. And Margaret Hamilton, mm -hmm. who played the witch. I mean, they're they so indelibly etched into your mind. And that's and their performances are pretty, they're pretty spot on. And it's just like, well, I don't know if I would care to see something like that. You know, but Hollywood, well, scra scraping the yeah, barrel. You know, honestly, let's see what they come up with. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to withhold my judgment. Until I see what they've come up with in the remake. Well, all right. You you withhold your judgment. I'm gonna let it fly. <laughs> let her rip. <laughs> let her rip. It's been a pleasure seeing you today because I talk to you, but I don't see your pretty face that often. Oh, honey, it's a pleasure seeing you, and you look great. You look really well, good. Well, thank you very so, much. I would never have known you had you had anything done. I would never have known. Well, that's that's the secret of a of a good doctor. 
and uh, and being wise about it. I mean, and just not overdoing. So that's that's it's really pretty basic. And thank you, it means a yeah. lot. And once again, I want to remind sorry. everybody that, that yep. you know contact us at jenniferflowers.com. We want to thank uh, Stephen Grillo for giving us this opportunity on his uh, network. I'll let you go ahead and, and talk about that. I want to thank uh, Mr. Noah as well today for the technical issue. Oh, thank issue. you, Noah. You are, yay, Noah, you were a godsend today. You were great with the visual aids and the pictures. Thank you. You really made the show very fun and enjoyable. Um, I also want to remind people to subscribe. Hit that subscriber button for the Aftershock XL Network. It's very important. Aftershock we need your XL Network, please. Please do it. Steven, of course, we'd love to have sponsors. Yep, and Stephen needs your support, and so does this network. Yep. And um, we love – you can also listen to us at um, iHeartRadio as well as Spotify, as well as Apple Podcast, and I love this name, Stitcher. iTunes. What's Stitcher. the last one? No, Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah, Stitcher. Oh, what they come up with now. The, stuff, the names they come up with now just never cease to amaze me. Snitcher, Stitcher. I got a Snitcher, Stitcher for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love you. And everybody, you have a beautiful day. And just like we said, our message yeah. is just step back and have fun and just start yes. loving each other. Exactly. Bye, Jennifer. Such a pleasure. Bye, I love See you. See you next week. Mwah. Okay. Bye. Bye.